0: I have nothing. I have nothing to talk about. I have no (laughs) list. I
1: I was going to ask you a question about um, trends.
0: This is the two girls talking podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) You were going to ask me about trends?
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you if there was any trends you hated and were ready to see die. Trends you're sick of, trends you're tired of.
0: I don't like it when people say that moment when...
1: I don't like that either. I have a big does, problem with that, that, actually. Does that count as a trend? Um, Kind of, except it's really lame people always. That thing where blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. I get it something happened to you once okay my number one most hated verbal trend like this though would be when people say my brunch is better than your brunch or my husband's better than your husband or whatever I'm like why is it a competition between the lamest things you could possibly imagine
0: well also if it's being said on Facebook it's a competition between you and like unknown reader (laughs) right
1: but I'm always like why would you like why would you present any information that way why would you ever be like my ex is better than your ex and by ex i mean unknown quantity not ex-boyfriend
0: oh i totally read it as ex-boyfriend and i was like who i actually like heard it as ex-husband and i was like what a weird thing to brag about
1: no it's like my it's always literally it's always like my nephew is better than your nephew well okay who cares what like why would you phrase anything that way it makes me crazy
0: it's just it's just a way of bragging
1: You know what else I hate also along the same line is when people say we didn't have any fun at all today at the fair or like, wow, looks like this was the worst day ever. And they actually mean it was the best thing ever. Nobody here loved brunch. Like eat absolutely every dick in this bag and well, at shut least, up.
0: at least that is like some form of sarcasm or something which is the only humor I use. So I'm but, like, oh, well, you're not as good as it as good at it as I would prefer, but at least you're using it. No! Like, that's barely even I a like joke. How you're, I like how say you're like opposite you can't say day? it's the best and you can't say it's the worst. Why not just be like normal? Why can't you just say something
1: normal? Or like put in a Bob Dylan lyric. Come on. Do something that's not abysmally annoying
0: yeah i mean i just like i i wouldn't not communicate that way um, ever i would never and yet routinely every single
1: human being on the stupid internet seems to pick one of these three ways to only communicate why is that
0: i don't know but i mean i just i just glaze over it. it doesn't get into my you know anger circle Aren't
1: you lucky? Aren't you living just the life of Riley over there, unencumbered by hatred? Who's Riley? It's a saying, the life of Riley. What does it mean? It's from like a 1940s TV show. I was going to say I didn't know, but I actually do know. Is the
0: show called the life of Riley?
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, it's not on anymore. It was like sponsored by Colgate, you know, whatever. One of those. Oh, yeah. Olden days. But that was a very popular saying among, you know, the boomers. I bet. The greatest generation ever since you told me you can hear my breathing i feel like i have to say everything i'm gonna say in one go and then turn away <laughs> to like gulp for air so if i keep like turning away and hiding my mouth from the camera that's because i'm trying to not breathe off the thing
0: it's okay it's not that bad it just <laughs> i can cut it out you just have to yeah you know take your gulps as you as you as you can take so the gulps where you so may easier to cut out Hang on. I got a text message that I feel like is something uh, we could uh, podcast about. It's actually just a boring... It's a joke life moment, but it's boring. So maybe not. It's a toll eva- So I'm getting second notice of delinquent toll evasion violation. And let me tell you a story about how I crossed this bridge in San Francisco. Not the Golden Gate Bridge. Not the Bay Bridge. Another one. Because everything's an island. And... I didn't have enough cash to pay the toll because of my trailer. The toll was like $20 and it was cash only. And I had half as much as I needed. And they were like, okay, you'll just get a ticket in the mail. Um, And then I had, and they were like, and you can sign up for the fast track, which is like, you know, the only way you can pay non-cash is if you like have money loaded on your fast track. They're like, sign up for the fast track, load the money onto the fast track and you only have to pay the toll amount. And I did all these things like they were like, you have to wait till you get the violation in the mail and then you sign up. And I like signed up. I followed all the rules and it was like, and now it'll like in about 10 days, it will like your, your toll will be your, your penalty, your ticket will be reversed because now you're a fast track thing. Signed up, got my fast track in the mail, blah, 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 blah. Well, today Sarah texts me because I like get my, you know, tickets at her house. All my all my people are so lucky to get various elements of my mail at their various addresses.
1: I was going to say, are you spreading it out across the entirety of Southern California, basically, your mail system?
0: Basically. Uh, cool, me
1: too, but like unintentionally, the last four places <laughs> I live, I think routinely all receive mail from me. Don't know how to change it anywhere. It's fine. Whatever.
0: You're, yeah, and I'm sure like you get your tickets at one place like I do.
1: And I've never
0: seen them for the past two years, <laughs> so I don't know where that is. Anyway, so Sarah texted me, and of course she, like, like a good friend, is like all involved in every joke life moment I have, and so she, she sees that the outside of the envelope has, you know, giant red letters, second delinquent notice, and she's like, what is this? What is this about? I don't know what it's about. I guess I have to log on to this dumb toll website, which of course, like every government website, is nonsense. This is like it giving out. me
1: hives. <sighs> I have like delinquent parking tickets that I need to take care of and have been avoiding until I felt like I had the emotional energy to do that. So I guess never is when I plan on dealing with that.
0: Today I had set aside some emotional energy to RSVP to Carolyn's bridal shower and and RSVP to this other wedding reception I got invited to. Um, literally it's sending an email saying, yes, I will be there and no, I'm sorry, I can't make it. That's all it is. But I like got the invites last weekend and I've stacked them aside for like when I have a moment to really like
1: say yes or no,
0: activate, even though I know, like I knew, immediately. Right.
1: Um, Another um, verbal thing I hate when people do sure, is yeah. when they post something and just say this people don't do it as much anymore. It's fallen a little bit out of out of a uh, trend, I out would of, say out of vogue. It's a little out of vogue at this point. It's a little out- overplayed, but I really, really hated that. This. Oh, wow. You're making such a big statement. You don't even need to say anything. You're just going to say this. Got it. Insightful. I guess I hate all forms of human communication, top to bottom, no matter what they are, is you, what I just
0: discovered. You do, yeah. You you do. It makes you really angry when people communicate.
1: Uh, when they do it dumbly, yeah. Say something interesting for once in your stupid, shallow life. Thanks for sharing it on Facebook. I mean, I guess it's all people have to share on Facebook is their stupid, shallow life, isn't it?
0: Some one of my Facebook friends who you would love her. She never posts. Perfect, Um, the ideal woman. She lasted her the other day. She posted like a birth announcement, and I was like, "Is this her kid?" And I like went through her feed, and I was like, "Yeah, she never announced she was pregnant." Like, I was like, "There's been three posts in the last two years total." I was like, "Amanda would be so Uh, into this, so into that." Um, but she posted there was something that happened. Oh, that, like, drama where s- someone got beaten on a flight or something. Do you remember yeah. that? This was, like, a, like two months ago. And everyone yeah. was like, oh, my God, United Airlines is the worst, which is, like, a hey, duh. By the way, that
1: was a month ago in case time just feels like it's passing It was only so- a month ago? I know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she posted, and she was like... <sighs> She was like, I like how everyone suddenly has an opinion on like what's right and what's wrong in this really hard-to-crack case of the man get- getting beaten up. She's like, right. every post in my feed. And I was like, on the one hand, you're now one of them, but also, I will like this.
1: I'm trying to find out exactly when it was, as if it matters at all.
0: Hey, Siri, when did that guy get beaten up on the airline?
1: Siri's staying out of it. Siri's not interested.
0: Siri's apolitical. April 10th 2017 I guess you're right yeah two months ago
1: have you ever witnessed something crazy happen on an airplane that made you feel unsafe or crazy or you weren't sure what to do
0: one time I was on a plane and they asked if there were any doctors and nurses on board
1: I think that happens almost every time I'm on a plane I'm not even kidding
0: and I think I remember being like well a, I'm not a doctor or nurse um
1: <laughs> I just decided
0: So there's nothing I can... Like, I felt like, oh, I need to help. And I was like, but I can't. Per the instructions, there's nothing I can do because I am neither a doctor nor a nurse. I mean, God God bless us all because I'd be bad at both of those things.
1: I was going to say, it's better for everyone... You're like, stand up, make an announcement. You're like, excuse me, can I have everyone's attention? (laughs) Um... While I cannot actually help with this incident, I think we can all agree that's for the best. And I would like to take a moment just to, like, let's all observe that and me. Thank you. Also, if
0: you you. need anyone to, like, be in charge or do some organizational tactics, take some notes. If we're looking for,
1: like, a a Trello board to be created for the situation (laughs) with um, deadlines and to-do lists uh, and checklists. Don't forget that because that's a great feature of the Trello board. Um, I am willing and available to undertake that. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I could also form us into teams.
1: Yeah, I have an agile. I'm an agile coat uh, in my mind. That the the stewardess is dragging the phone away from your face at this point, and you're like <laughs> trying to get the last word, and you're like, I'm I'm certified in agile,
0: <laughs> ripping it out of your hands. Um, so and so I remember being like, oh, I should help, and then being like, nope, that's not what they asked for. Uh, and In then fact, being... what they're asking me to do is sit quietly and not ask for anything. And then, That's I, what they want and then me I was to like, I wonder what's happening and I wonder what's going to happen. So are we going to have to emergency land? Because, you know, that happens if someone's having a medical emergency, they'll stop like as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, but nothing of that nature happened. Though when we did land, everyone had to stay on the plane because like some paramedics came on to like get off the passenger that was having trouble. But that was like, I mean, still. Like, not even, not even inconvenient. Like, the whole thing was just like, oh, I hope that person's okay. Um, I'm trying to remember if anything else has happened on a plane that I had feelings about.
1: When I was flying to Houston, because
0: um, I was trying to remember if this happened on the flight to Iceland or Houston, but it was definitely Houston. Yeah, because where... you're such a jet setter. Listen to all these flights you've taken since that guy got beat up on the United Airlines thing on April 10th. Oh, my God. Um, well, I was just thinking about how I should have faked a
1: heart attack so that the incredibly beautiful stewardesses on Iceland Air would have fawned over me the entire way, and I sh- and I could have looked into their beautiful faces for that much more time. Um, but no, it was when we were flying into Houston. They had somebody like laying down in the front of the plane, and they were not well. And again, like yeah, someone had to come and get them off the plane first.
0: I've and part of me up, in my I've head was up like, on a plane in a barf bag.
1: Really? Yeah. I've never done that.
0: It was, so it was a flight from, um, I think, Portland to Medford, which is basically like a 30-minute flight, and you go, like, basically you go vertical in the air, the airplane's just like, and then over a mountain, and then down again, Um, and they're super tiny planes because only three... Isn't that just San Francisco? Is that what you're saying? No, Portland to Medford, shorter. Oh, okay. Um, And it's a really tiny, it's a really tiny plane because only three people need to go there. And I basically felt like I was sitting on the engine as the plane went vertical into the air and then, like, bounced over a mountain and then came down again, and my tummy was like, no, 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 no. I did see the sweetest
1: confiscation at TSA I've ever seen at the uh, Medford Airport, where a very sweet man was telling this old lady she couldn't take a jar of pickles with her onto the plane. Yes, I was there with you. Yeah, it it kind of, you know, warmed my heart.
0: She was like, but I got these at the farmer's market. Right. And I'm sure she was like, but the
1: Jacksonville Inn. And he's right. like, I know. I, I know. know. You can't
0: even bring a sealed bottle of wine, I don't think.
1: Watch me. I You're think, right that I you can I think can't. all
0: of that, they want it going through the special sommelier place.
1: The x-ray machine? Is that what we're calling the sommelier place? I'm inventing a secret, a secret thing. Oh, God. And I, you- I like what to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new career the s- secret underbelly of the TSA <laughs> the sommelier agency
0: that should be our thing it, we don't even have to work for the TSA it's just a scam where we dress up that like should the TSA be our thing <laughs> we dress up like the TSA and we stand at the front of the line before the person that like is making sure you're getting in the right line like we're way up front. like, any
1: alcohol, any uh, bottles of wine, we'll be taking those. We're like, do you have any liquids?
0: Do you have any liquids? And they're like, yeah. And we're like, "Uh, is it bottles of wine? Because this is the bottles of wine zone. You're just going to put them right here. We've got this box that we got from the lobby of BevMo. I love how
1: long this explanation is for someone who's like just going to give it to you because you're wearing a uniform. (laughs) I got this box for the, oh, you're, okay. All right.
0: I do love a uniform.
1: Well, this is like my scam to steal plants from front yards was to dress up like the Horticultural <laughs> Association of Los Angeles. Oh. So I feel like, this, although I can't imagine that the fines for impersonating a TSA officer are probably a lot higher and the prison time <laughs> than the made-up Los Angeles Horticultural Society, um, you know, vestments.
0: Yes. Um, speaking of horticulture, I have some questions for you that I'm sure are interesting to no one else. Shall I ask them now? <laughs>
1: Wow, does that sound like a podcast topic or what? I just need
0: to know, when I steal clippings from places... This I can actually help you with, and I can't help
1: anyone with anything. I know. See, I refuse
0: refuse to read anything in the Facebook group, Succulent Dreamers, even though I know... That one in there is crazy. Half
1: the people have bad information, the other half are spreading misinformation, and then there's like 10 people that actually know what they're talking about, so be careful.
0: Well, then I'm glad I'm just going straight to the expert.
1: Yeah, I've been reading Succulent Dreamers for a long time, so we'll see what the grab bag of imagination comes up with. For those just tuning in, uh, Succulent Dreamers is a Facebook group where people post pictures of their succulents and discuss them. And yes, it is heaven.
0: And the only reason. It is hell. It is that little slice of earth in
1: between. It's purgatory for sure. And everyone's trying to get out of there, but it's hard. So, anyway, go ahead.
0: So, when I steal clippings from plants so that I can make them into my own plants. What am I supposed to do after I steal them?
1: Can you just... I mean, it's different for whatever the different plants are. So if you cut off a piece of
0: cactus... Uh, None of these are cactus. These are all, like, little, you know, ground covery succulent type things.
1: Okay. Well, then you're going to want to try and get, like, um... Usually, you want to give it like a day or two to dry out. You don't want to put like the wet end in anything. You, if you just break off like a branch of it or whatever, you can just stick that in the ground. But if you, um, usually, you want to wait and let it like callus over a little bit. Same with cactuses. Um, then you bury it in the in dirt usually. Okay. I usually try to get I usually try to get an actual part of the plant as opposed, as opposed to just like a leaf, because the leaves. The so- leaves don't actually propagate correctly, in my opinion. So I think you need to get like a little bit of the plant. So, okay, actually- so
0: I have I have um both. I have a like some of each. So I have some that's like an actual part of the plant. Like it was a huge, huge ground cover. So I didn't feel bad like ripping off part of it. Um. Sure. So it's got like quite the like um, what's what's the part of a tree called? Trunk. trunk. It's got like quite the trunk on it. Yeah, you can just pop that in the dirt. um, And I, I let it, like, hang out not in the dirt for a while, but I think it's still fine. It should be fine. And now it's in dirt. But does it need, like, a big pot because it's got such a trunk, or does it not matter?
1: Um, I try to plant stuff in a pot that I think, like, will support it. It it takes a long time for them to root after that, so um, I would put it in a pot that's, like, commensurate with the size of it that can hold it up, you know?
0: Okay. It's
1: kind of a use your best judgment type deal. All
0: right. I feel like these pots are too small, but I don't care. I'm just going to see what happens.
1: Yeah, that's fine. See, the thing about succulents is that they will grow to the size of their container, basically, until you replant them, for the most part. Cool. Um, So, small, they'll probably stay small.
0: And then, so what happens with the leaf is that... And I've seen this happen in my own pots, and then I've found leaves in other people's pots or whatever. The leaf has fallen off, and then the the plant has, like, the little pup or whatever has started to come out of the leaf, and then it's got its own roots. And I've even seen ones where then the leaf has, like, started to triple up, and it leaves remaining, like, a whole new plant. Yeah. So if I steal that device... And I've got like the roots and the new pup and the leaf all connected. What do I do with that? Do I let that dry out? Do I plant that? Do I like let it sit on top of some soil and see what happens? I don't understand.
1: I don't really know to be honest because I've never grown them from that way because I wanted perfectly symmetrical plants and I felt like I wasn't going to get a perfectly symmetrical plant out of that. Oh, I have so... to send you
0: pictures. They they look they look they look symmetrical. It's not like the le- you... it's not like the leaf like is part of it.
1: Okay, if you send me a picture of it, then maybe. I would try planting those in the dirt and see how they do.
0: Okay, since they already have some
1: roots. If they have roots, yeah, just put the roots in the dirt. Okay. All right. And they should
0: be fine. And then do you have ethical concerns about what I'm doing?
1: Um, I don't. I've stolen plants myself. Um, I try not to steal anything. I try not to like dig something up, like an entire giant blue agave or something like that. But um, I've broken off little pieces of cactuses where they're not noticeable or I've like, you know, asked homeowners if I could chop off parts of their cactuses and so forth. Um, but no, I mean, I really don't. I, if, as long as it's not, I try to tell the difference. Like there's one house on our street that has amazing succulents and I can tell the person who lives there really cares and like takes care of their plants. And there's someone that I feel like I would like knock on the door maybe and ask if I could have some cuttings. Um, but most people, if it's just in the front yard and I'm like, oh, this is just like a jade tree they've given up on, then I'll just cut some off. But yeah, but I always try to do it where it's like not noticeable and never take like an entire huge chunk of a plant or anything.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I, whatever, I always do not noticeable stuff. Um, also with the leaf thing where you take the leaf off and then it like propagates and then Mm -hmm. does the leaf need to be like in, is leaf just sitting out and it does that or does the leaf need to be watered or what?
1: Um you're supposed to mist them like with a spray bottle every couple days what I've heard. Okay. It's supposed to be laying on some dirt. If it's on dirt then it will naturally start to root and naturally start to propagate. Okay. And then and then yeah you just like spray it with some water. Otherwise I've been having succulents... a problem
0: with those because my cats like definitely like the rest of my plants my cats leave alone when I have the leaves sitting on top of the dirt my cats are like what is this game you've made for us? And they flip, yeah. the, they flip the leaves out of the dirt. You could get a little container and,
1: like, poke holes in the top of it, basically, so that they wouldn't, like, bug it, maybe.
0: Like a rotisserie chicken um, yeah. container? Yeah. yeah, with, like, just a lid on it somehow. Yeah.
1: Um, That's a good idea. What was I going to tell you about this? Oh, yeah, so for those you want to mist them every couple days, but for regular succulents, yeah, you only want to water them, like, depending on what the variety is you only want to water them about once a week and make sure that the soil is like completely dry before you like uh water it again if and you want to like
0: how long does it need to be dry because I feel like when it's super hot if you water it it dries out really fast like do you still wait a week or is it like if it's really hot you do it more often
1: no to me if the soil is completely dry. It kind of depends. Like there's something called stressing succulents which you can do by not watering them and by putting them in the sun that will often make them change colors or reveal like certain things about the plant. Like it'll basically cause it to mutate. Th- that's so happening there's...
0: with one of mine.
1: Yeah, so there's a kind of Echeveria called Rainbow Echeveria which is basically like if you think of a succulent in your head that's probably the type that you're thinking of. It's just like this blooming succulent type plant. I went to but a bakery one- I
0: went to a bakery this morning that had this little, uh-huh. little mini cake like imagine like a little like like the toppest tier of like a hundred tier cake and mm-hmm. there's like the little one at the top it was uh-huh. like that and on top of it it had one of those like made out of buttercream uh, i saw
1: a succulent covered cake that was all buttercream succulents and it was so beautiful did you I was... see it
0: in person or were on instagram
1: it was on instagram mm-hmm. yeah it was cool um uh, anyway, so those only reveal their rainbow nature if they're out uh, in the sun for and being stressed, quote unquote. Um, I'm still learning a lot about which plants need full sun and which plants don't. So I keep mine halfway under the patio and kind of rotate them to keep an eye on them so that they're not in direct sunlight all day, but they have morning sun. Um, and then the cactuses I just leave out because I figure that they're pretty hardy, although I've heard that cactuses can get sunburned. Um, what else yeah so i mean like if i notice that they're i don't know i kind of go back and forth between over watering and not watering enough unfortunately so i'm just trying to keep it to like once a week and see how we do wait for the soil to dry out but as it is getting hotter in summer it's going to be a lot hotter i think that yeah as soon as the soil is completely dry um it's just hard to tell whether down at the roots is completely dry or right. whether it's just completely Completely dry at the top. I've heard you can use a chopstick to put that down and like see if it's wet at the bottom. But I would never touch I would never touch unfinished wood, so no.
0: Oh that's right, you have a thing.
1: Do you have any phobias? Yeah. About
0: weird things? Well veins like I don't like veins. Like, looking at them or touching them? So, I don't notice other people's veins unless they're super, like, super blue, but I don't look for them. But then, but yeah, when people, like, turn their forearm over and they're, like, pushing on their veins, that, like, really, really, like, and I don't have a problem with blood and I don't have a problem with anything disgusting and I don't have a problem with, like, surgery or, like, gross things, but, like, this one weird thing about veins just, like, kills me. Yeah. 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 And, like, I used to date someone who worked in the medical field and drew blood a lot. And so he always noticed veins and would point them out because he'd be like, oh, my God, like, that's such a a good
1: vein. That's a good
0: vein. And I was like, can we not?
1: I remember Liz Shoemaker saying that all the time. She'd be like, whoa, they have such good veins, like, all excited about it. And I was like, oh.
0: Which I understand from like a skill perspective of like, you're like, there's this one thing I do a hundred times a day. Of course I have 50 opinions on it. And like, I remember one time we were at a gas station and just like this random guy was pumping gas on the other side and my ex was like, look, look, look at his vein. And I was like, please stop. Oh my God. Please, They're, please he, don't. That man is going to call the police.
1: Right. At this point, you're like eyeballing his arms like you're going to cut them off and sell them. <laughs> seriously look at his veins let's <laughs> kidnap him and give him heroin what why it's not even a good joke why'd i say that um i feel like my only real phobia is the unfinished wood thing where it's like i don't like if there's toothpicks in my food i will like look away and ask someone else to take them out which is always really weird for for the other person i think because they're like what is happening right now um but I just hate and the thought of like one touching my teeth, it just freaks me out. Um, the, the, any kind of like wooden tongue depressor. chopsticks are okay because I'm just using them. They're usually not like the unfinished wood feeling. They're usually like at least coated somewhat. or I'm able to just dissociate and be like this unfinished wood is not actually touching my teeth. But if it was like sometimes John like bites on his just to annoy me and it really like it puts like bile in my throat almost instantly. like I feel quite ill.
0: So and, is your problem with it the idea of it touching your teeth or the idea of touching it with any part of your body? Because I feel like you don't like touching it with your hands. Um, I don't like touching small pieces of it. Like I don't like touching
1: a toothpick with my hands because I feel like that's one step away. Like I know the feeling in my mind of using a tooth. Because I used to be able to use like a toothpick to- on my teeth or whatever and it wasn't a big deal. Or I used to be able to bite them or I don't know. I used to like be able to bite on a wooden tongue depressor and not have it be weird. But I remember distinctly what happened. Like at summer camp, um, I was eating one of those little ice creams with a wooden spoon, and it like whatever happened, it changed something in my brain. And from I swear, like age fourteen on, I was never able to do any have anything that was like that again. Like, ever. did
0: anything happen while you were like e- using that spoon? Like, did someone no, tell I you know. bad news or something?
1: I don't think so. It was literally like it had just never occurred to me how disgusting it was. Like all of a sudden I was like, oh, this feels awful on my mouth. This feels weird on my teeth. This like is unpleasant. Like I think it just like occurred to me for the first time that it was like something that I could not live with, which I know is crazy. And I know it's not a real thing. I absolutely get that. But like it feels so real to me it it gives me i feel like it gives me a pretty good amount of grace for other people's weird stuff. I'm always like, all eh, right, whatever. But yeah, it just i mean, and obviously if someone was like I'm going to hold a gun to your head and you have to use these you have to like chew on these chopsticks, I would do it. Like I would I I would be grossed out, but it's not like I'd rather die than do it, you know. It's just right. like, oh, if I have a if I have a preference, I don't want a toothpick holding my sandwich together.
0: What do you want holding your sandwich together?
1: Um Alex James's like a beautiful That's... hands feeding it to me at our house in the country. That's right.
0: A little um, blur joke for you. So I don't true have... believers. <laughs> I don't have, a... I, I have like the opposite of a phobia, I guess. There's a sound that I really, really like. What is it? It's the sound of paper being folded or unfolded.
1: Ooh, and... you must love wrapping all the tissue paper then.
0: No, it has to be like regular, like printer paper, not like tissue oh. paper. Yeah, not That's not, so and it's not not a crumple noise, like it's that folding noise. Yeah, and I can remember being in kindergarten or no first grade. I can remember being in first grade and being at the school library. Um, and the librarian was reading us a book, and the and the, and the page turning creates a similar sound. So it like does
1: it's so beautiful. I love that sound. And it
0: wasn't like when I thought I like this that I that it was like, like I'm not. <clears throat> that's the earliest I can remember knowing it, but I don't remember it as like oh this is when it started. I just know that I felt this way, like, my whole life. Yeah, And I can remember being a kid and, like, just sitting with a piece of paper and folding it and unfolding it and folding it and unfolding it and folding it and unfolding it, and unfolding it, and unfolding it until, like, eventually it would, like, lose its crispiness. And I'd be like, I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's oh, way more funny. exciting to me now. Like, I notice it more or it, like, hits that, like, kind of, like, high feeling when it happens, like... On TV or in a movie or in a podcast. Like, that's when I noticed it. If you're now. unexpectedly, if you come across it unexpectedly. Yeah. And it's like sound engineering has come into play. So it's like a paper is being folded. And I'm like, ah. I
1: want to like make a whole clips 20 reel minute clips trail of like the greatest paper What's folding that called? All a-
0: AMR, ADMR,
1: ASMR. Yeah. yeah. That's so you. That's funny. I don't I don't know if I have a noise like that that I just love so much. Maybe the sound of like a blueberry container
0: being opened, I guess. <laughs> the sound of ice cream.
1: The sound of an ice cream scoop gliding into some perfectly like correct ice cream. I can't, you really there's no that, sound. But... It, yeah, I was like, I know, that's perfectly that's silent.
0: silent. It is. It is. If there's noise, that means there's something wrong. If there's noise, it means it's too icy. Good. Good or if or if memory. S- or if someone's saying, damn it. It's because the spoon isn't hot enough or the ice cream's too cold something bad's
1: happening no not to my ice cream <laughs> man i can't have i'm on i'm doing whole 30 right now
0: gentle listeners for oh those i thought about Whole30. that as a topic but i didn't write it down
1: i mean it's so boring who could even
0: You're um, doing whole 30 how's it going um
1: it's going totally fine i don't ever have a problem doing the whole 30 except that i love ice cream and treats so that is hard. That's probably, that's why I'm doing it. Cause I had an entire month of pretty much only eating treats and ice cream and bad, bad food. And, um, yeah, so I need to clean up my act a little bit in life in general and decided I should do a whole 30. So I'm on day five, I think maybe five or six and, um, wishful thinking six, it's definitely five. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's, fine it's really not that bad as long as i have food on hand at home like you know what i mean like it's not that bad so yeah
0: i've been eating like not whole 30 but like whole 30 inspired or like whole like just like whole food inspired like i eat grains and stuff but just you know like yeah. I make like i make a rice bowl with fresh veggies and stuff um
1: that is the one thing it would be nice to eat on. I feel like Whole30 would be really complete if you were able to eat rice with it.
0: Right. Which is, like, I mean, I don't, like, I think Whole30 is a, is, I think Whole30 is great for, like, checking out allergies and stuff. Um, sure. And I think rules are great for, like, structure in general.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I need is the rules, so. Right. You know.
0: And so, and so I have my own, like, rules. Rules, um,
1: rules, rules,
0: and but I've been—I don't know—it's been like a month, and I eat lots of vegetables. It's great, um, and it's nice because it's just like my rules is like no treats. So one—that's one of my rules. So once, a great rule. Once I are like once the rule exists, then I just don't even have to make a decision. Um, but I did. Uh, I did have a piece of cake for carolyn's birthday but i knew that in advance i was like i will have a treat because it'll be a delicious treat and it's a special occasion but that's the only treat i've had in months not months weeks
1: i want a treat
0: yeah but when you stop having treats then like everything is a treat it turns out
1: yeah i mean i had some blueberries today and like oh my, my god this off.
0: this yogurt with some honey in it and a banana is so delicious
1: yeah yeah
0: I might have that after we get off this.
1: I know. I'm like, oh. mm, I could have some like at- almond butter and some delicious uh, apple slices. Mm. So so great.
0: Uh, I saw a billboard the other day that gave me some billboard rage.
1: Um, take us there. Tell me all about it.
0: It was for a jeweler, so you know, this <sighs> number this, one enemy in general. Not well. uh, for anyone. There was a there was a news story several months ago about a jeweler somewhere in like Jersey or somewhere th- something somewhere on the East Coast who had a who had something that suggested domestic abuse and they got in big trouble. It obviously went viral and everyone was like, "How dare they?" Whoa! It was it was some sort of play on the line like, "Don't throw rocks at girls." It was like maybe you should throw rocks at girls, is what. And everyone was like, "This is awful."
1: <laughs> yikes
0: and they were like we're sorry we don't know how to do anything we've donated all the money we made from any ring ever to domestic abuse you know perfect centers so this one um had a woman and she has big hair and lots of makeup on and she's taking up like half the billboard. it's a photo of her and she's holding up her hand which is like in in front of her face kind of And she's holding up her ring finger only. And so it kind of looks like she's flipping you off. But it's her ring finger. And it all caps. Very edgy. (laughs) And then it all caps. It says, she's tired of waiting.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh Yep, that's it. That's the end. And then it's like, come by a ring or whatever.
1: If that doesn't motivate you, then nothing will, you know? I just... As long as she's tired of waiting, I probably should propose.
0: I Or, like, I probably should buy a ring. I, like, I... It's just... I, I, all, all the people involved, I dislike.
1: Yeah, it's all a bad idea. How would you change that ad to make it better? Other than not having it, which is the best option of all.
0: Yeah, I was like, just I don't know, be like We saw rings. Um Ah, the great marketing mind at work. No We saw <laughs> I mean, I think like K jewelers and stuff knows what they're doing with this sort of stuff. They're like they like paint a scenario. They're like for Every the nights begins with K. Yeah, and they're like for the nights that, you know, and and late and it's like there's a sick coughing kid and and the mom's like checking on the kid and the mom's like tucking the other kid into bed making this ad up is this even yeah. a real ad? no I don't well, I don't know it could be I, this is how I remember oh, their my ads God. Just making this up you told me how should the ad be and I'm giving an example of how ads should be oh I thought you're saying this is like direct you're like well it should be
1: like the Jared Jewelers ad which is like this or whatever.
0: I feel like they have these ads where it shows, like, these people in their real lives, and the woman is, like, being some sort of hero, and then, like, the guy gets her a ring because she's being a hero. Weird. And I'm like, well, that's better than (laughs) she's tired of waiting. I mean, like, because she deserves it, I don't like either, but it's better than the threat. Yeah,
1: the threat is an odd look.
0: Because you can't wait to spend your life with her.
1: But can you? <laughs> I can.
0: And then maybe if there was like some sort of like extra special value prop about how like, you know, they have a good la- or they, better. Have a, they have a good layaway oh, plan or something like you can get it now. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember this De Beers commercial I used to love.
0: What's De Beers? They Is used- that a jeweler?
1: It's a diamond company. They own basically every diamond in the world. Um there used to be these ads on that were on all the time when I would watch a lot of T V as a kid. And they were like black and white diamond ads. And it was these men and women, like model esque figures, and it was always these mysterious situations. They were kinda of like foreign films. I wonder what they were I wonder who directed those. But i remember the music so distinctly because it was the same music in every single ad and it was like dun 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 and it was like this classical song and it was so beautiful but yeah and then it would always end with like the woman showing this beautiful diamond that was like the brightest thing in the entire commercial and it was like a diamond is forever de beers and i was like whoa that sounds
0: sort of familiar
1: yeah, I feel like they were on all the time. I don't know why they're like why De Beers doesn't advertise anymore. But Maybe yeah. they do.
0: They just don't do it on, you know, Hulu or wherever.
1: Yeah, which only seems interested in showing me uh clear blue pregnancy ads. <laughs> Have I already railed about this? I think uh, I did last episode. I don't know
0: if you've done it on the podcast, but you've certainly done it to me.
1: Are you okay? If I haven't done it on the podcast, I absolutely have to because that ad is insane. We bought, we've never in our lives paid to get rid of ads for something. And John turned to me eventually and was like, "We have, I'll." He's like, "I'll do whatever." We can't watch these ads anymore. And I was like, "I agree." Hulu, I will say, has the highest quality ads I've seen on any network or any like TV show or whatever. Like the ads are always really good. The problem is um, they immerse you in them. So every four they're minutes, too, it's they're too good. Well, you just see the same ad probably 20 times when yeah. you're watching a show. Like, they'll show it. They'll show a different ad. They'll show that same ad again. And they do that every three minutes. And eventually you're like, I know more about the clear blue pregnancy, um, how it works, than I know about anything, including how people get pregnant. So this just doesn't make any sense. Like
0: this. Is just- I'll tell you how they get pregnant. I don't want to know. There's, a black, to a, there's a black and white video. There's some old timey music. There's a diamond ring. Oh,
1: that sounds nice.
0: Oh. Diamond rings lead to clear blue pregnancy tests.
1: God. I'm absolutely certain I must have talked about this. The little girl, it's
0: like, I oh, hope it's a girl. Yeah, no, you've talked to me about this. I just don't know if it's on the podcast. How is that possible?
1: I'm so nervous that we already talked about it on the podcast.
0: You can talk about it wanna...
1: again. I don't want to repeat content. It's not that exciting. It's just a horrible thing that happened to me. Okay. Anyway. If anyone has a pressing desire to hear me repeat the clear blue pregnancy ad word for word, hit us up, hit us up Two girls talking club or join two girls talking club on Facebook and um, put in your request. I can sign sign the petition. I can do any ad that was on the air between 1992 and 2001 on network TV and um, any ad that was on Hulu in the past three months before I signed up for ad free Hulu. Thank
0: you. Cool. Wait, I was going to say something about an ad. Oh, one of my Facebook friends the other day Was, like, for those of you who are recently engaged or planning on getting engaged soon, um, and then he, like, had this series of questions, and apparently he's helping, like, he's doing marketing consulting for some sort of diamond seller. It was, like, what did you... It was, like, did you... How did you choose the ring? Did you tell your partner, like, what you wanted? Did you go together? Was it a surprise? Um and he was like I'm you know helping out a friend um with their scam of the day or whatever, um and I didn't read the comments because I was like this will make me sad but there were so many people who were like I'd love to talk about my ring,
1: oh god yeah I mean that was the entire basis of my newsletter hashtag engaged which oh, that's is right comes out once every six months whether you want it or not basically just goes through the best things on Instagram of the hashtag engaged category, all of which are insane and tries to put those in a thing. But yeah, I've looked at a million different rings just through that and through also like our wedding business that we have. And, um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think idly about like a ring that I would want, but I can't actually imagine anything I would want other than like an insane ring. So, I found one that was shaped like a coffin the other day that I really liked. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, no. felt honest. I, yeah. Or like a novelty ring. I always used to like that Deuce was like, we don't ever have rings. We just, like, buy one all the time for each other. And then I was like, oh, but then you hated each other, actually, is the truth, so.
0: Well, I don't think they always
1: hated each other. Still, I feel like early on, you can tell.
0: Well, I do feel like that's what everyone likes to say. They're like, we saw this coming because they didn't even wear rings. And it's like, well, (laughs) probably that doesn't mean you're getting forced.
1: I think what I would like best is probably just like rose gold band. That's it.
0: Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I like don't want to, A, I mean, A, I don't think about it hardly ever
1: um right because it's imaginary and will never happen in my life so it doesn't it, matter. yeah
0: it feels very like
1: it's like planning s- for something that like superstitious you don't have yeah
0: superstitious is the wrong word because it suggests that like i believe i could jinx it it's more like sure. well i don't believe in that thing like right, i don't believe like in,
1: engagement like i don't that, believe
0: yeah. that i could like be happy and in love and like get engaged so i'm wrong like,
1: mindset but okay
0: but I'm saying, like because I don't believe that, it's like, well, then having thoughts about like things related to that just feels like hard and sad, like it's like, no, yeah, like yeah,
1: well, another funny thing is today, as I was making this wedding veil for this girl, I was like, Oh, I mean, I could just make myself a veil whatever I want and wear a veil whatever I want I guess, you know, right. Like, if I want to make a crazy veil for myself, the veil of my dreams, I could do that tomorrow.
0: Mm -hmm. Could you please please make some veils (laughs) tomorrow and send them to Nate? Yes, I will do that. Speaking of the veil
1: of my dreams, the veil of my dreams is the one that sells on Etsy, so gotta make those ones. I've gotten really good at gathering, you don't understand. Doreen would be so proud. I was about to
0: say Doreen must be proud.
1: Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'm not really one that wears rings anyway. So I guess I don't really have that many ring ideas in general. But I I remember when I was in high school, I wanted, I knew I was like, I want like a heart-shaped diamond on like a pink, pink gold band. And I remember Jenna barely containing her like grossed outness. And she was just like, yeah, that sounds cute now, but
0: you won't like it when you're older. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I don't know. That still sounds dumb and cute. Whatever. I wear a ring that was my mom's wedding band mm-hmm. and I really I really like it as a ring um, and I'm like well this ring is fine this ring is symbolic of you know how everything is terrible so what a fun bunch of horcruxes <laughs> you've got laying
1: around friend <laughs> just the one horcrux god god I can't stop I've I've been thinking what? about all day about what you said about the Marauders map this morning. Um so listeners, I saw somebody I was not expecting to see on the freeway and it was somebody I've like, you know, haven't seen for a long time, whatever. And uh I happened to be driving behind them and I drove behind them pretty much all the way to my destination. they like pulled so onto
0: I... the freeway in front of you. Like they yeah. just they, like they like intersected your path.
1: And as I was driving up to there to that off off-ramp on-ramp exit I was like oh that's where that person lives and then they happened to pull out like right in front of me and I was like that is insane like I conjured them up somehow um, but anyway I wasn't expecting to see them and so like I realized I couldn't hear I was like my heart was racing and I couldn't hear the audiobook that I was listening to anymore like my ears yeah. like, like I couldn't hear it anymore and I was like this is so great this is so weird like I you know don't have any reason to talk to them so I was just following them and Uh, because I was going to where I was going, but they happened to be driving exactly in front of me every step of the way until I got to my destination. And it was like on some side streets once we got off the freeway. So that was a little strange, but I was like, oh, weird. I wonder if they're going to see me, whatever. And then when I got to Target, I told Abigail um, I saw this person. And she was like, see, this is the thing about the Marauder's Map. So do you want to explain the Marauder's Map?
0: Well, it's like, it's just, I mean... So the world exists and we're all like, imagine, imagine that you're walking on a, on a line, like a dotted line and everywhere you've been is the line behind you and everywhere you're going is the line before you and all these dotted lines are constantly crossing of all the different people. And sometimes you like, if Amanda and I are meeting for coffee, like we both know that the crossing is coming, we've organized it, we're in control of it. Um, And we go and we cross, we have coffee. Other times, maybe I go to Target one day and she goes to Target the next day and we don't even realize that the crossing happened. Like the two lines have crossed, but we weren't there. Or like with the case of the person you saw today, like you don't know the crossing is going to happen and then it happens and it's very like, it like is weird and creepy and it feels like. It, the, all of that feels unavoidable and it's like you don't have all the information and what you need is a marauder's map where you can actually see where all the lines are and where they're all going but also like that's impossible but it's just like i don't know it like really creeps me out and i've had so many like there's so many different weird coincidences and if you think about yeah. if you think about how many times like People you know have run into other people or whatever. And so then you know about this other crossing. And it's just like, it, it, it's like yet another thing that like you have no control over. And like, it's like, no, you want to have control over your dotted lines, but you don't. Because like, even if you had control over your own dotted lines, you can't stop them from crossing other lines. Which I, I, thinking, which I hate because I'm like, I want yeah. no lines. I want my line and I don't want it to cross anybody else's ever.
1: Such an uplifting message from Abigail well, Schilling.
0: I know what you I mean. I told though. you I wasn't in a good place when you were like, "Do All you right. want to record?"
1: Um, I was thinking about this more when I was driving home because I saw before I left Target that um someone posted and they were like. Somebody who's like a friend with a lot of my friends, but maybe we're not close. She posted on Facebook. She's like, oh, you know, we trying to get 10 people together for nine o'clock brunch is so difficult. And in my head immediately, I was like, I probably know like who, all who all those 10 people are. So in a way, I feel like social media and Instagram is a little bit of Marauder's Map information because... I know where certain people are every day because they tell me, you know, and so it's a little bit easier to fill in the gaps on those things, but there's some people it makes me so crazy that I have no information about where they are, no information about what it is they're doing. And there's no way to get more information about that. You know,
0: sometimes, yeah. Like when I want to like, it's like, yeah, ideally like I say like oh I want to be on a line that doesn't cross any other lines it's like well in order to make that happen I have to know where the other lines are right so it's like right. there's this like frustration it's like well I want to avoid all these crossings and there's some crossings I want to avoid a lot more than others and there's some crossings I wish I could erase obviously um and so when I think about the um when I think about like oh yeah it would be so great if I had this information so I could avoid the crossing it's like well on the what like having that information doesn't just allow me to avoid the crossing. It also creates all these other problems. So it's this trade off where it's like, well, you don't really want all the information, but also you're like, well, maybe I'll move to another state.
1: Right. I remember so much like not wanting information about where maybe Carson was. And I think Kate was like, well, isn't he living in so-and-so right after I gave a big speech about how great it was not knowing where he was or whatever. And part of me was so angry because I was like, what, may, what makes you get to decide whether or not I should be okay having that information or not having that information if I just said I don't want to have it? Like, right. why do you think that you, why do you think it not being a big deal is more important than what I think?
0: Well, I think what's tricky about information and this, like, so it's, so yeah, you can choose for yourself what information you want or don't want or what information you'd like to avoid if you can, right? Um. But then your friends might have information. And so then it's like, okay, are you, like, what are you communicating to your friends? Are you saying, like, so then you might have to, like, set that boundary, like, hey, if you know stuff about so-and-so, don't tell me, because, like, I've decided I don't want that information, right? So you can do that, um, and, like, hopefully your friends would respect it. Um, but then, like, what what is hard for me is, like, If I so if I'd had that interaction and then like I knew that like Christy might have information that I've asked her to not tell me, then suddenly I'm thinking about that and I'm like, oh my god, Christy has this information that like she she knows something she's protecting me because I've asked her to. And like that's that is like makes me a little baddie where I'm like, now there's this like it feels like there's this like ball of information. Like sitting, out there like somewhere out, it's yeah. like this elephant in the room and it might not even exist but I like know that it could it, exist it could exist yeah and then I'm like obsessing about it so then I'm like okay well maybe it's better because I care more about my relationship with Christy so than like this information I'm avoiding so I'm like like what you know what does it look what does it look like and I mean you know it looks like having a conversation but Anyway, I don't want to do that. I hate information and everything's a trap.
1: Oh, fun. What a fun perspective. Do you
0: have a joke life moment?
1: So my joke life moment, um, which this is sort of just like the standard undercurrent of jokiness that underlies every moment, underpins every moment of my life. Um, I made these big plans to go meet with Abigail to do some co-working, which is our co-word for hanging out at the Target in Pasadena and um, work on our business on the weekends. And
0: yeah, so, so way, back I knew in, I, way back in episode, uh, I think it's 13. It's called Hot Glue Cold Wine. <laughs> and we talk about our... I think we, we're even live broadcasting Yeah, we, from we talk the co-working about our, space. We talk about our life hack. That is, um, don't pay for a co-working space. Just go to Target. Right.
1: So, I knew I had to meet her by like nine o'clock, and some orders came in yesterday that I tried to like get done beforehand to take to her. And I had this big bag of stuff I was taking to her, and so I packed it all up, and uh, I was trying to get together this other some other supplies she wanted, and I was getting everything, and I was rushing out of the door, and and you were like, uh, and you
0: were like, let's meet there, and I was like, do you just want to meet to pass off? And you were like, no, let's do some work, and I was like, okay. Because I, well, yeah. I told you a couple weeks ago that like us do like us setting aside, setting aside time to do work together was good because like because of my new job, I don't have as much time anymore. So you were like, yeah, let's do some work.
1: Yeah, let's like get a bunch done. It'll be great. We can go over everything we need to go over. Um, just really get ahead in life. So I'm like gathering up all my stuff and I grab my computer charger and I'm all ready to go and I put everything in the car and I'm out the door and I, you know, get there. And as I get out of the car with my bags of things, I realize I brought my computer charger. I brought, like, everything I could possibly need except my computer to do work, which is the only thing I need to do work, actually.
0: Well, you need so, your computer charger, too, because that's the other joke life moment.
1: Yeah, my computer's so old at this point, it won't, like, it'll, the battery will die in about an hour, and that's all the time you get. So you got to stay plugged in all the time.
0: So you had your charger, um, but no computer
1: no computer yeah and then also my car is making some kind of a little i would say like odd noises and it's about to be paid off this month so that's all that all checks out (laughs) about to just you can use
0: yeah you can use your car payment money to uh fix your car
1: sure or pay off any one of the other massive life-crushing debts that i've occurred over my time on this good, good green earth
0: Fanta- fantasizing about paying off my debt, not actually paying it off. Oh, same. same. I paid two hundred dollars to the IRS today, so basically I'm debt free. Jk. Um, my joke life moment is so when I moved out of my apartment and into my trailer last year, I got a pod storage unit, which is one of those like storage containers they bring to you and you fill it up and then they take it away and they can like move it somewhere else, move it somewhere else. And I got it because. At the time, it was, like, the best case scenario for my life Um, because I needed to have it in multiple locations. I needed access to it because, like, I moved out of my apartment, like, a month before I actually, like, moved into my trailer. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Pod ended up being the worst company ever. Like, just awful customer service. They kept making mistakes. Like, they were, they, like, they, like, ruined everyone's schedules on multiple times with deliveries and whatnot. Um, Like broke things, right? Like just No, they they didn't hurt any of my stuff. No. They just had bad customer service. Um and like made it was really difficult to schedule moving it and stuff like that. Well, after I hit the road back in, I don't know, November, um, I had them move the pod to their um, warehouse facility. And I have been paying two hundred and fifty dollars a month for the pod to be stored there. I have not visited it once, which is not surprising but what i need to do because oh and then like since then they screwed up billing and they accidentally charged me like three hundred dollars extra and i had to fight with them about it and then they charged me a bunch of fees for not paying my bill on time but it was their fault like anyway it's been the worst experience ever and after all this weird billing this stuff is so happened, awful i was like i'll get this billing stuff resolved and then I need to move my stuff out of the pod and into a regular storage unit because a regular storage unit would only cost me $100 a month and the pod is costing me $250 a month. So, all I, so have crazy. To, all I have to do is like schedule time to get into my pod and rent a little U-Haul and take the stuff out of my pod and put it in the U-Haul and then go to a storage unit and take it out of the U-Haul and put it in the storage unit. And I will save $150 every month. So I made this decision in April and it is now June. And have I done this thing? Nope. Why not? My life is a joke.
1: It's hard to do things though. It really is. I've been working with a life coach. Well, just a coach, a CBT coach. I don't know, to try and work on my depression for the past eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And she's really big on behavioral activations and like she's very encouraging one of the nicest people I've ever talked to on the phone and makes the best little noises of like emotional agreeance I've ever encountered um and understanding and she's very big on like well let's just do like you know little things here and there and see where that gets us and it's really helped but it's almost impossible to activate towards larger things
0: yeah like moving all of your stuff
1: no way (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you have to like schedule you have to schedule the time to get into the unit like at least three days in advance. Anyway. I would like to save $150 a month since I'm poor and was unemployed for a while. Anyway, my life's a joke. Um, this is the Two Girls Talking podcast. I'm Abigail, that's Amanda. That's us. Abigail and Amanda. We have a website. It's two girls. talking doc club there's a box we have a facebook group (laughs) do you want to talk yeah you talk there's a box you can write your feelings in it submit your billboard rage submit your joke life moment tell us why you love us oh wait no save uh, the why you love us for your review on apple podcasts boom boom and oh and there's a link on our website to our facebook group so all you have to do, and I'm pretty sure this is true because people keep doing it, so it must work. All you have to do is go to the face to the website, click on the link, and then it goes to the Facebook page, and you click request to join. And then Amanda and I have a little meeting.
1: And we say what we like about you, what we don't like about you. We put it on a whiteboard. We write down all kinds of pros and cons about every thought we've ever had about you. And then we say like, yes, we'll let them in even though we have these major reservations about them as a person.
0: We're just trying to create a safe space.
1: We want to vet everyone personally make sure that like it's real fans, like absolute fans of both of us. You know, I need the adoration and God knows Abigail needs the adoration. So it. it has to be, it has to be like a lot of glorifying. But, yeah, we post, like, cool articles, random thoughts. Um, We need to actually work on it a little bit this week. So we'll do better at, like, posting some cool stuff this week. Promise.
0: Maybe we should go live. Oh, I love that. Cool. Well, we could go live right now. How? I don't know. We're in two two different places. We need the software first. I know. I was like, there's a thing that you can do that with. (sighs) Yeah, we don't have it. Alright, let's shut this show down. I gotta feed a dog. Peace. Bye.